If you have a lot of symptoms of things happening in your business, all of which are pointing to the fact that there is something not working, then we need to look at your very foundations and understand first and foremost, how do all of these symptoms tie together? You don't have to keep piecing together your offers, your messaging, your marketing, your sales strategy, and wondering why it isn't working. Understanding the seven phases of the customer journey literally ties every single piece of your sustainable sales system together. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co. Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. If you were to reverse engineer the vast majority of my live trainings and podcast content, you would discover that I normally like to start with a story. I call them transformational stories, but that is a topic for another day. As I tried, though, to think about a single story that I wanted to share to introduce to you what has become one of, if not the most important foundations to every single piece of my sustainable sales system, I couldn't possibly choose just one client win, one transformational story, or one personal experience. Because when I discovered this foundational approach to building offers, as well as my messaging, marketing, and sales strategies, all of which sustainably convert, literally everything in my business changed. And when I teach this to my clients and I help them wrap their head around just this one foundation, everything changes in their business too which is why I've asked a few clients to quickly share what has shifted in their business since learning about the seven phases of the customer journey. Here's what they have to say. Hi, my name is Parijat Deshpande. I am an integrative health strategist for women going through a high-risk pregnancy after a history of preterm delivery or late-term loss. And one of my biggest takeaways from learning the seven phases of the customer journey is being able to better decipher who in my audience is really, really ready for the big transformation that happens when they're on their family building journey, especially when that journey is complicated. And what that's allowed me to do is speak more clearly and more confidently about the work that I do and how it can help the right people who are ready for that work. And that's resulted in having more clients come in to work with me and their clients who are just absolutely phenomenal and just so dreamy to work with. And that's just been so wonderful. And I'm so grateful to have learned these seven phases so that I can serve more and more people who are really ready for this work. It's such an honor to be able to do that. Hi, my name is Jenny Chan and I'm a WordPress developer. 
I built highly customized course and membership sites for six to seven figure business owners. When I learned about the seven phases of the customer journey, I realized that I should focus on selling my customized sites instead of VIP days. Rather than making $2,500 per sale, I'm making $7,500 instead. This is a 200% increase. So this is allowing me to focus on attracting clients who are all in instead of the ones who are shopping around for the best price. And I can still offer VIP days for the clients who only want their sites to be prettied up as a temporary solution. When I work with my clients, I help them build the foundations for their sustainable sales system. This is my framework for how I help my clients create that sustainable success, those consistent five-figure months doing work they love doing in the way they love doing it. And that sustainable sales system includes six pieces, your movement, your offers, your messaging, your marketing, your sales, and your mindset. As you can see from what my clients shared above, understanding the seven phases of the customer journey ties all of that sustainable sales system together and helps every single piece work in harmony with one another. When you apply the seven phases of the customer journey to your offers, to your messaging, to your marketing, to your sales strategy, it's going to speed up the sales cycle. It'll make it easier for you to convert directly from your content, or it'll make it easier for you to write sales pages and copy that sells even without you needing a discovery call if you don't want one. And frankly, it makes every piece of your sustainable sales system, again, work together so you can expand your visibility, impact, and income and create those consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. I work with clients all the time who have these seemingly disconnected and confusing symptoms in their business, showing them that something isn't working, but they're not totally sure what. They've been trying to put their finger on it, usually for months by the time they come to me, but they just can't get it. And usually it's because the way that they have been building each of these six pieces of their sustainable sales system, usually without realizing they're building these six pieces, is by pulling from what they see around them. They look at, hang on, VIP days are really popular right now. Maybe I should sell those. Hey, people are talking about this in their marketing and they're kind of doing this structure in their marketing. I'm going to try that. Messaging. Oh, sustainability is a word a lot of people are using right now. Maybe I should try to weave that into what I'm saying. Or they read someone's marketing content that's telling them that they need an SLO or a funnel or whatever the thing is. And they're like, okay, I need that. That's the next thing I'm going to work on. (laughs) While I have no problem with my clients looking external to them for ideas, here at Holco, I always say, look external for ideas, but look internal for answers. If you have a lot of symptoms of things happening in your business, all of which are pointing to the fact that there is something not working, then we need to look at your very foundations and understand first and foremost, how do all of these symptoms tie together? 
what connects them. And usually the thing that connects them is the seven phases of the customer journey. So today I want to talk that through. I want to tell you what the seven phases of the customer journey are. Then I want to give you an example that you just might resonate with of what the seven phases of the customer journey can actually look like. I don't know if you want to grab a pen or pull up the notes app on your phone, but I am about to hit you with a full flow of information here. (laughs) And let me just tell you these phases, and then I'm going to make it a little bit more practical and tangible and a little easier for you to hold on to. Here are the seven phases of the customer journey. Phase one, your customer doesn't know they have a problem. Phase two, they realize they have a problem. Phase three, they start to dip their toe into solving the problem. Phase four, that initial toe-dipping solution didn't actually solve their real problem. Phase five, they're tired of trying to solve their problem and it not working, so they hit a rock bottom. Phase six, they're catalyzed out of that rock bottom and they are ready to actually solve this problem. And phase seven, finally they have solved their problem and this is where they fully transform. Okay, Now, what does this actually look like? To help you walk through these seven phases and really start to understand them, I want to point them toward you. Or rather, I'm going to tell you about my ideal customer, Pippa, and her journey through these seven phases. And you, I don't know, just start thinking about what resonates. (laughs) So in phase one, this is where your customer doesn't know they have a problem. When Pippa, my ideal customer, is in phase one, well, she doesn't know she has a problem. She started her business and she is like, woo, everything's great. This is awesome. I love this. Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Woo. (laughs) She has absolutely no problem here. She is stoked on life, cannot be prouder of herself for starting this business. Everything is great. As you probably experienced, though, most people, at least most of my people, move pretty quickly into phase two when they realize, shit, how on earth do I make more sales? How do I support myself from my business? In phase two, Pippa realizes that she has a problem when she comes to the realization that despite her excitement about starting her business, making a sustainable income is a lot harder than she thought it was going to be. She realizes in this moment that while she is probably pretty good at the work she does in her business, the work to actually run the business, to get the clients, get the customers, to actually close sales is not work that she really intended to have to be doing. But now she's just fallen into it and realized, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. So then she enters phase three, where she begins to dip her toe into solving the problem. Maybe she starts working harder and longer hours, thinking that this hustle is going to magically fix things for her. If you're someone who has grown up believing that hard work equals more success, you might end up doing that. At least that's what I did when I was in my phase three. Or maybe she starts taking on any random client doing any kind of work she can find because she's thinking, oh yeah, this is going to help me, this extra money. But then she ends up probably undercharging for it. She ends up doing work she doesn't love doing with clients who don't really value her. The story goes on. 
ask me how I know. (laughs) Or maybe she starts way over delivering to the clients that she does have and then losing all boundaries around her time and energy because she's afraid that if she doesn't massively over deliver, she might lose the clients and the money that she currently has. While those are things she might start actually doing in her business to make more money, she probably is going to start also doing things to start growing and learning more because she thinks, well, maybe there's just something I don't know. Maybe someone else has the answer, which is a good idea, but sometimes it's a little misguided with our motivations, right? So maybe Pippa is going to listen to a podcast episode like this one, or she's going to read a book about how to make more sales, or she's going to ask questions in a Facebook group like, how do I get more leads? And then maybe she's going to download a lead magnet from a coach or watch a training in a Facebook group, or even maybe buy a small self-paced course, all the while hoping that this thing, whatever it is, is going to save her and help her start making more sales in a more sustainable fashion. So the fun thing, maybe not so fun, but I think it's fun. The fun thing about phase three and phase four is that most of us actually cycle through phase three and phase four several times. Remember that phase four is where your person realizes that this thing that they are dipping their toe in to try and solve their problem doesn't actually solve their problem. So essentially, each time Pippa moves through phase three and phase four and then goes back to phase three to try something new, she's probably going to invest even more of her time, energy, and money, her resources, into solving this problem. So again, she might start with things that are free, like a podcast, and then move into something that's a little bit more, maybe like a course. And then several times through phase three and phase four, she might even invest in a group coaching program or something that requires, again, more of her resources. Because as she has cycled through phase three and phase four several times, she keeps learning that that lead magnet, that webinar, that book, or even that self-study course aren't getting her the results that she wants. And she might be getting part of the results from those things, but it's not the full transformation. And she knows that she still has this problem that she is still trying to solve. As you might know, after cycling through phase three and phase four enough times, there comes a point where you start asking, why am I still stuck here? Why is nothing working? Is it even possible for me to create sustainable success in my business and experience the level of income I desire? Okay, wait, that last question was way too wordy. No one in phase five is asking that. In phase five, in our rock bottom, our questions usually sound more like, what's wrong with me? When is it going to be my turn? Why is it happening for them and not me? Blah, 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 right? (laughs) So dramatic. We're super grumpy, super angry. We're just hate how we're stuck where we are. We're so frustrated with ourselves, with the world. We start judging people who are talking about money and their marketing. Oh, we just hate all of it, right? (laughs) And honestly, we get desperate in the rock bottom, right? Like, let's be real. But the good news of the rock bottom, of course, is that we rarely actually get stuck here for longer than a couple days, a couple weeks, maybe a couple months, right? If that. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, then I'm going to bet that if you are someone in the rock bottom, that by the end of this episode, you will be able to get yourself into phase six, which again, let's bring us back to Pippa, my ideal customer. What does phase six look like? 
Well, at some point, something is going to happen to or inside of Pippa when she is in that rock bottom. And this thing is going to catalyze her out of that rock bottom and into phase six. This catalyst can be something as small as listening to a podcast episode about the seven phases of the customer journey and realizing that her entire journey up until this point in her business actually makes sense, hint, hint. (laughs) Or it can be something big feeling, right? Like signing on a new client, making a new sale, getting featured in a new podcast, whatever it is. It can also totally be something mindset related. Like maybe she has a light bulb moment where she realizes that if she wants different results, she needs to do something differently, which that's essentially what catalyzed me out of my rock bottom moment, the one that I shared about in episode one of season one. Whatever it is that catalyzes her out of her rock bottom, she is now fully ready to transform because she now knows that all of those small things she was trying in phase three that weren't helping, that weren't getting her her full result, those are the things that are not going to actually get her the full transformation. She actually is now in a better place and is more equipped to evolve and transform how she wants to because of those experiences she had in the past. We call those things tuition, right? The things that we invest in that don't totally work out how we want them to or how we envisioned that they would. We leave those experiences much wiser than we started them and therefore much more equipped to actually make the investments we want and need to make to get the results that we desire. Now, Pippa knows what she actually needs to succeed, and she knows what she doesn't need. And she's ready, therefore, to invest the time, money, and energy into getting the transformation. And then through this full commitment to her own transformation, she gets the transformation and starts making those consistent five-figure months doing work she loves doing in the way she loves doing it. And that is her phase seven full transformation. Hey friend, before we dig in deeper to today's topic, I have something you are absolutely going to want to know about. To celebrate the launch of Selling Chocolate, I'm running a giveaway throughout the month of February. Five people will win a group coaching session with me, and one of those lucky people will also win a 60-minute VIP one-on-one coaching session with me. That is the potential to win two whole hours working with me. In both the group session and the VIP session, we will uncover at least one of the current bottlenecks in your business and focus on building the relevant foundations of your sustainable sales system so you can be supported and strategic in taking your next step into your next level goals. Past clients have used these types of sessions to clarify their offer suite, uncover their authentic and powerful messaging, step into the confidence needed to raise their prices or restructure an offer, build out their aligned marketing strategy, work through sticky sales situations so they can start selling with more ease and absolutely no sleaze, and so much more. You would seriously be surprised with what we can get done in an hour. To enter the giveaway, all you need to do is leave me a rating and review on iTunes and then upload a screenshot of your review at the link that is in my show notes. That's it. 
The winners of both the group coaching and the VIP prize will be selected at random on February 28th and will be notified via email that week. So go ahead, pause this episode, quickly leave a rating and review on iTunes, and then upload that screenshot at the link in the show notes. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the podcast. And oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the winners. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the show. When you know what your ideal customer's journey actually looks like through these seven phases, you know what they need in phase three and you know what they need in phase six. So now you can structure your offers to actually meet the needs of the right version of your ideal customer and stop trying to sell a VIP day to a phase six person when I'll bet that that two hours with you is not going to get them their full desired transformation. You now know what problems, questions, and experiences your phase three person is facing, and you know how those differ from the problems, questions, and experiences your phase six person is facing. So now you can use your messaging to speak directly to the right version of your ideal customer for each of your individual offers, so you're only attracting people in who are actually ready for the phase three partial transformation or the phase six full transformation. Now your clients are getting better results and your customers are loving your products even more because you attracted the right people into the right offer with the right messaging. You now know what topics to cover in your marketing content and you know what to focus on when you're selling because you know exactly what is going to resonate and connect with your phase three versus phase six person which makes deciding on a topic for a three-day challenge or choosing a new product line absolutely easy peasy. You see how these seven phases influence every single part of your sustainable sales system. It influences your messaging, your offers, your marketing, your sales. It even influences your mindset because now you are so much more confident that what you are doing in your business is actually going to work. No longer are you creating offers because that's what your competitors are doing or that's what is cool right now. No longer are you creating marketing content because some lead magnet told you that these kinds of posts work to attract high ticket clients. (laughs) No longer are you reading a post that someone wrote on Instagram and immediately taking their word that yes, I need to get on Pinterest. I need to do this, that, or another thing. Whatever it is, right? Simply because they said so. You don't have to keep piecing together your offers, your messaging, your marketing, your sales strategy, and wondering why it isn't working because now you have a foundation underneath you that you can trust to make sure that every single part of your sustainable sales system is working in harmony together. Understanding the seven phases of the customer journey literally ties every single piece of your sustainable sales system together. And this is what I will be talking even more about through the rest of season one. So you can actually create those consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Which is why if you only ever listened to one podcast episode of mine, it literally needs to be this one. So high five, you did it. Because anytime I talk about offers, messaging, marketing, sales, I will also likely refer back to these seven phases of the customer journey. 
I don't know if people give homework in a podcast episode or what. I mean, truthfully, I don't actually listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to give you homework. So in the show notes, we have actually linked a free resource that walks you through everything I'm talking about in season one. It helps you understand the seven phases of your customer's journey and then connect the dots with that into your own sustainable sales system, particularly with your offers, your messaging, and your marketing. So go click the link in the show notes, download that now, and get clear on the seven phases of your customer journey. And then start to notice what needs to shift in your business to begin creating your sustainable success. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of Selling Chocolate. I'm going to guess you are here because you want to create sustainable success in your business. You know, consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. And though these podcast episodes are killer, if I do say so myself, (laughs) you're ready to go even deeper than a 30 minute episode allows. And that's why I've created the expand accelerator, the business coaching program where you will expand your visibility, impact, and income while creating your version of sustainable success. We do this through offering three different tiers based on where your next revenue goal is, with tiers focusing on your first 10K month, consistent five-figure months, and 50K and beyond months. At every tier, you are supported to develop your sustainable sales system, the six-part framework that ensures your offers, messaging, marketing, and sales strategy are all effortlessly working in cohesion with one another at all times. Pair that with a deep commitment to doing the inner work every single step of the way, and your expansion into your next level quite literally becomes inevitable. Within this container, past clients have gotten five new four-figure clients with literally zero audience of their own, learned how to market and sell with ease and no sleaze, started selling their first five-figure packages with so much confidence, pivoted their offers into work they actually love doing, and many have had their first 10K and beyond month. Most importantly though, they are all expanding from the inside out and learning how to step into the most authentic and powerful version of themselves in every facet of their lives and businesses. And that is what lays the foundations for any of their external expansion. If you're looking for a coaching container that is built to help you get out of the hustle and design a business that feels spacious, sustainable, and yes, expansive, and you're ready to step into your next level, apply for the tier that aligns with your goals at expandaccelerator.com.